What's up, world? And welcome back to the Vibes and Stuff podcast, where hip hop heads discuss hip hop topics. On this week's episode, it's all about West Coast hip hop appreciation. The crew will be sharing their favorite five MCs to come out of the West Coast, their favorite five hip hop groups to come out of the West Coast, and their top 10 favorite albums from West Coast artists. Then for our album Face Off, we'll be putting Ice Cube's America's Most Wanted up against Dr. Dre's The Chronic Album and see which one we felt was the better body of work. Then the crew will share what they've been bumping for this week and preview some upcoming topics. So with that, please kick back and enjoy the show. Hello, hello. Can you hear me? Yep, yep, loud and clear. What's going on, my bro? Man, I just got <laughs> back from uh, getting my khaki press and some new Chuck Taylors. <laughs> What's good, blood? <laughs> hey, we cripping it over here, cuz. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> One night only. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, what's going on with you, bro? How's, how's the family? All good over here. Uh, finally got the boy to go to sleep. Ah, that's what's up. That's what's up. How, how old is Camden now? Two. He's two. Okay. Yeah. For some reason, I thought he was three. Nah, he'll be three in in uh, early next year. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that's a uh, that's a fun age. <laughs> yeah. Everything is no. Oh, really? <laughs> Everything is no. Even when it, even when he wants something, it's no because he just a two year old. That's what they do. Yep, yep. Yeah, man. I um uh, uh, speaking of kids, man. My wife found this book called the um, called the Roots of Rap at the library. So she um you know she 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 got it out or whatever, checked it out rather because my son had to do a nonfiction book report. And man, I strongly recommend if you got kids and. You want to put them on to the history of, of, of hip-hop and the culture, I strongly suggest checking out that book, man. Um, she was talking about buying another copy for him and then just donating another copy to our local library. But it's by um, Carol Boston Weatherford, and the artwork is by Frank Morrison. And the artwork in there is, like, stunning, man. It's, it's, it's a dope book. My, my, my son really digs it. That's what's up. Yeah, when you, when you sent me that, uh, I was a little little touch by that like that's that's dope somebody's you know bringing up the the new generation of uh heads which is helpful because uh it wasn't looking good for a minute <laughs> no no it wasn't but there's fortunately there's a renaissance movement going on right now yeah so um but yeah man check it out man yeah i think i think you 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 would definitely like it your son will probably like it um um, you know, it covers all the four elements: uh, the pioneers, uh, James Brown, Cool Herc, um, all, yeah, all of that, man. So, you know, and it's it's of course it's it's written in rhyme, so you know it's it's fun for kids to read. Oh, that's super dope. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's uh, they they present the history of it in, in rhyme form, so it's 
it's definitely uh yeah yeah recommended read man recommended read so um while we uh while we wait for the others to tap in i got a got a couple of uh uh news nuggets i wanted to tackle uh this is a special episode uh we that we're doing tonight uh, on the um it, it's a it's a uh, episode entirely dedicated to West Coast hip hop and the appreciation of such. So I got my forty ounce here. Uh, hopefully, I, I'll last through the through the episode. <laughs> What's that? That OE? Oh man, Coast Way works every time. <laughs> so uh, on one second. Shout out to St. Ives, man. Mm. Too bad that ain't available no more. No, that would be the perfect. 40 for the west side uh <laughs> celebration uh yeah, yes sir yes sir man it's it's all that all that all that will taste the same man like <laughs> no 45 saint eyes cobra <laughs> mickey's mickey's a, mickey's a little different mickey's is um mickey's is, is a it's just a regular beer i don't think it, that was not mod is it i'm not sure i don't like it i know that Okay, <laughs> I don't know what it's made out of, but it's boom. Yeah. It's made out of <laughs> right. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, I'm glad you was able to, 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 to patch in on this one, man. It's funny every time you're not on an episode, Jamil. The the, the female listeners like always. Hey, is, is Jamil gonna be back? Is Jamil still on the show? Oh wow! <laughs> you gonna have him back? Uh, yeah, I'm happy. he just didn't make it one week. Like, you know, like just chill out. Hey, there is another host here. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that. I do. Is Jamil gonna be back? Dang. I'm gonna feel totally this. <laughs> All right, but um, moving right along. Oh, uh, uh, real quick. Um, did you hear the announcement that Matt Lip came uh, or made uh, recently uh, in an interview? He basically just confirmed that the Black Star album is finished. He's just kind of mixing and mastering it, putting the finishing touches on it right now. And um, but he also he also announced that there's going to be a sequel to uh, the project he did with Freddie Gibbs, the Bandana Project. It's, this one's going to be called Montana. And according to Madlib, they're almost done with that too. I saw um, that. I am very very excited about the, both of those projects, but. I have more faith that the uh, Montana will come out. <laughs> yeah, we'll see about Black Star. Yeah, Freddie Freddie Gibbs is on his grind, you know. So right. I, I know that that's what that one's eventually going to come out. He's going to put the screws to him and 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 make sure that happens. Now with the Black Star album, you know, I I, I really I really want them to take their time with it, like. It doesn't appear like they rushed it. This this process has been going on for two years, right. so I doubt they did a rush job on it. But just just make it good, man. Make it good. If this if this album is anything less than a six or a seven, man, I, that that'd be heartbreaking. Agreed. And what uh what y'all seen is on with this niggas. I'm I don't know, man. I just don't know what we gonna get. Like I think um probably turned corner. Go ahead, I'm sorry. My bad. I think Wally has kind of turned the corner because he he put out some really I won't call it angry music, but it felt defiant, I guess is the best way I could describe it. Cause he got I you know I mean he was clearly tired of being label conscious or whatever, so he was just going out of his way 
like forced these collabs that didn't work and it was just really weird and i think he's kind of beyond that at this point he's just kind of making music that he wants to make so i i, I get the feeling that he's definitely gonna bring it like i think he's in a different space and i just don't know what yasin is yeah now, now i i have faith in in quali and uh, um madlib kind of like bringing most down to earth yeah um, because of, for what you what you just said about Talib, Talib is best when he's angry. Like honestly, like songs like Ghetto Afterlife and um, yeah, yeah, four, four women. Like that's that's some of his like best work. Um, I agree. I think I think when he has a chip on his shoulder, that's when he's at his best. He, he, now you know most, you know I, I I don't know man. Like I don't know. I, I have thoughts about the whole like you know. Negus album and only premiering it in the museum. It's like, it's like, you look at the pictures of the of the exhibition, man. And it's like you saw some brown and black faces in there, but it was it was mainly like you know gentrifying colonists that I saw in the in the museum. Absolutely, like, you know, check checking out this project. So I don't know, man. I like I got I got my own thoughts on that, but I I, I have faith that it it'll it'll be a decent album. Like, I, I but I, I it's still one of those I'll believe in when I see it type type deals. Like, right. I want to see a track listing. I want to see a runtime. I want to see who the special guests are. I'm praying for a Black Thought feature. Black Thought over Madly beat would be amazing. Yeah, I'm praying for a Black Thought feature. So, if if you just had him, I, I'm cool with that. Like, yeah, just yeah. He he could be your only one. I, I wouldn't care. <clears throat> yeah, but, um, you can only have one. That's one to have. Exactly, especially with the tear he's been on lately. Man, like, I mean, with everybody, and it's and, and he's bodying whoever he's next to. I mean, it's not like that's a surprise at all, but like everybody. Yeah, yeah, and, and he's always been nasty with it. That's yes, that's that's, that's what I've I've been telling cats. It's like Black Dog's always been nasty with it. Like now, granted, he has gotten better with time, but like yeah, he was we, dope. He's always been a dope MC. I, I don't know that you were really able to comfortably put him in like goat conversation just because of his reach I suppose like if you know you know but he's gotten to the point now where like everybody knows and I yeah. don't feel like he's you know sold out one bit no not at all well you know what he's established a name for himself by doing dope dope features and dope freestyles yeah um whereas before we just kind of associated him as part of the roots band right and he would do dope features all the time like he'd go on people's tracks and and, and body but like i said it was just one of those if you know you know like he'll do a, a dilated people's album or you know, a Pharaoh Manch album or, you know, show up on Common or something like that. So it was just people that move in the same circles as the Roots did anyway. So it was like, if you were of that uh, group, you would know. But I don't think he was like gaining new fans for real like that. No, no, no. Yeah, it, it's always been a It's always been. You can't really show up. You can. But I think I think 90 percent of his audience they didn't just show up to the Black Thought Party. They were Correct. they were on board. They were on board no later than like things fall apart. You know, I would agree with that. You know, he's just he's just one of those dudes. It's like, yeah, you don't. I don't. <laughs> I could be wrong, of course. I could be wrong, but like, 
I, I don't find a whole lot of 25 year old or any 25 year old black dog fans not for real but yeah. I don't think if you're 25 you really you didn't grow up with that style of music anyway I think you know some people of that age can certainly appreciate what he does because you know dope music is dope music but you know they they future fans and Migos and cause that was germane to what they they grew in. I, I get that now. I'm, I'm starting to be less hard on uh, or less critical, I guess, of uh, the Littles and their fans. I mean, they still whack. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, <laughs> it's for me. It's not even about criticism, though. It's a, it's just about like I don't. This music doesn't resonate with me, like right. sonically. Lyrically, I mean, it's like even even if you break down some of their like best work, it's like I, I feel that like I, I can't shake that feeling that like I've heard this before done better. Right. It's all Three you Six know. Mafia redo. Yeah, and Three Six Mafia and Bone Thugs yeah. like remix. So yeah, it, it's it's just a it's just a been there done that thing with me or been there heard that thing with me I should say right. Um, but moving right along, let me take a little swig real quick. Hold on. Uh, all right. So, I don't know if you heard, but um, uh, Dr. Dre's The Chronic 2001 has hit its 20th anniversary. Yes, indeed. Which is crazy because I, man, I, I can't believe that was 20 years ago when the album dropped. But um, the Grammy uh, Association is planning to uh honor dr dre i i think at the next grammys but there's been a little backlash to this uh news because of dr dre's um history uh and past of problematic behavior as far as violence towards women right uh, namely the journalist d barnes there was that whole incident where he had to settle out of court um he apologized publicly he didn't mention her or the incident by name but he has apologized publicly for his past treatment of women and i think there was some even some stories floating around that he was abusing uh michelle the uh, the old death row artist and who was his also his his one-time girlfriend um what, what how do you feel on this do you feel that with with with, with artists who have past like this a violent past when it, especially when it comes to women do you feel that they should be called out for their past behavior how long of a length of time is appropriate to kind of let them live it down like how, how do you feel about it i think because there, there's some people saying he shouldn't be honored at all at the grammys right i think it's case by case right um and the more egregious the behavior um, I think the more time is probably necessary. You also have to take into account when said activity took place. Um, I'm less likely to hold somebody's feet to the fire for something that they've done as a, you know, 15, 19 year old person versus someone who's, you know, mid 20s to 30 years old. You're in a different place in your life. Um, and if you're making poor decisions at that point in your life, then you can't really just, you know, chalk that up to youthful indiscretion or, you know, you're still growing into yourself. But at the end of the day, man, there has to be a path to redemption for people. And you got to give them that opportunity for growth wherever, wherever it came from. Right. Even if there was somebody 
that was a full grown adult that did something there has to be room for them to say you know what I did these things they were wrong I messed up here's how I have grown and how I've changed from those things and here's where I am now you have to be able to give people the opportunity to do that now we as the fans have the ability to rock with those people or not um, an institution like the Grammy they I don't think um, and it's weird to say this about the Grammys I don't think the, the the politics of any of that stuff really need to come into play right if this if this person has sought out the redemption and you know seems to have genuinely changed and is not behaving in the way that was problematic anymore then yeah I think that they can make the decision to honor them and then we as the fans can choose if we agree with it or not you know on an individual basis if if I was one who feels like Dre shouldn't be honored and the Grammys choose to do it then I choose to turn away from that you know what I mean I, I don't support it mm-hmm. yeah 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 um very well said man I, I mean that's exactly the way I feel about it um you know, length of time between now and the wrongdoing is definitely a factor. The person's attitude over what they did is a factor. Right. Um, the the uh, uh, I guess you could say the de- degree of the wrongdoing is a factor. You know, whether or not they acknowledged it and, and all of that, all all that is a factor. Agreed. You know. Um, well, I agree. There, there should be a at least an allowance for redemption and. Showing that you learn from from said mistake, you know. Right. So yeah, yeah, I, I totally agree with everything you said. So, um, <clears throat> you know, we'll. Um, I, I think you, you know, it's when it when it comes to to artists and musicians and everything, it's like yeah, it's a lot of flawed people out there. It's like sure, it's some, there's some creepy stuff out there about uh, Chuck Berry, you know, and he basically invented rock and roll, right? You know, right. Um, and uh, I think what was he doing? He had like a he had like a, some sort of setup in some hotel or some, what was it a gas station or something where he had like cameras set up in like the stalls in a women's bathroom. Oh wow! It was yeah, it was craziness, man. It was craziness. He was like into that stuff, but um, but the yeah, cameras yeah. had to be huge back then. They like the technology was that great. Well, by this time, it was like the the late nineties, early two thousands when they. Called oh back. wow! I did not know about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I've heard stories that he's he's kind of yeah always been into that. So wow, um, you know, this Bobby Womack was a was apparently a skeevy dude. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like you 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 start digging in the past. All these people, um, y- yeah, you're gonna find something. Uh, what was the guy's name? The uh, that white rock and roller with the glasses. Um, I forgot Lee his Lewis. name. Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah. Um, yep. Him. He might be the worst. <laughs> yeah, he was pretty bad. Um, um, and Kells the, uh, before Kells. <laughs> right. <laughs> Just no videotape. <laughs> he was white Kells. Right. <laughs> <laughs> The big bopper, all of them, man. Oh man, but um, but yeah, man, we're gonna dive right into this show, man. Um, 
Uh, I, I think we got enough material here to, to, to have a have a decent show. Um, this 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 episode is dedicated entirely to appreciation of West Coast. Yay, Through, I pulled up an article on it, but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna read through it. It's it's basically uh, conception of hip hop and how it, it it broke off in the West Coast and they started using different. Um, you know, incorporating more things such as synthesizers into the music, um, with with that West Coast sound. I'm not going to get into the minutia all of that, but um, let's see. I, I I basically let's see. I was born in '84, so I don't really remember a time where West Coast rap was not present and it didn't have a footprint in the culture. Um, now, and I'm sure it's probably the same for you. Yeah, and like sonically, did did you ever make a delineation in your head as far as West Coast hip hop and East Coast hip hop, or just other hip hop? Um, not at first, not at first. When I, you know, around the time that I first started, like really listening to hip hop and kind of understanding what I was hearing, I it was all the same. Um. But as I, you know, grew with it and started to hear different sounds, I was able to start to really make a line of demarcation as to where, you know, certain sounds would come from and certain slang was used in, in certain places. Like West Coast is definitely a thing of its own, lyrically, sonically. Um, just the vibe that you get from it is completely different than what you would get from other places. And I, I think. Honestly, most regional hip hop is that way. Mm-hmm. And if you listen, yeah. if you listen close enough, you can even you know hear the nuanced differences in a place like even a different boroughs. Honestly, like Queens rappers don't really sound like Brooklyn rappers. Don't sound like rappers from the Bronx, even though it's all East Coast and you know <clears> production <throat> is is very similar. Um, That's true. That is depending true. on how how closely you listen, like you can pick up on differences there too. That is true. That is true. I find Queens, for some reason, I find Queens rappers a lot more monotone. Yep. I find Brooklyn rappers a lot more like bombastic and demonstrative. And I find Bronx rappers, they're a little bit more, they're a little bit more suave in their deliveries. You know what I mean? Like, you know, Camp Low, Big Pun, Mm -hmm. like, like they're from the Bronx. They, They were just a lot more suave with their deliveries. Um, but that's yeah, that's that's a, that's a very very good point. Um, you know, like I, I thought about, I was thinking about West Coast hip hop and what makes that West Coast sound, and it's like, you know, like like uh, uh, the the great jazz artist Billy Strayhorn once said, like, music is better experienced and described. Because I was like, is it is it the synthesizers? And then I was like, nah, because Africa Bambata. And, and all of them, Soul Sonic Force, they use synthesizers. Right. But it was something about the w- way the West used it. It's like they they kind of they kind of drag their melodies out a little longer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Whereas the, in the East Coast, they use synthesizers as like just kind of like as part of the beat, and they would just kind of stab down at it. And whereas with the West Coast sound, they kind of drag them out, dragged them out more, made more melodies, and you know right. just. 
flirted with those longer like interpolations musically and um you know i think the biggest difference is content wise absolutely um, you know i'm reading from this article on uh, music cut plus and it was talking about let me see here it says in 1987 in compton a important move was taking place where previously hip-hop had been politically and socially motivated a new subgenre was forming gangster rap now of course this is the term the media gave it a group known as nwa consisting of dr dre mc ren ice cube and easy e uh released their album titled straight out of compton provided the production for the album consisting almost entirely of rolling bass lines and drums um i think that's the oversimplification but um yeah oh and and by the way when when we talk about west coast hip-hop we're talking about california we're not going to get into the seattle scene and you know what i mean well well i was about to say uh Ain't nobody from Seattle I really rock with like that, but that's not true. Who's from Seattle? Uh, Sir Mix a lot. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. I forgot, man. I messes with Sir Mix a lot. Yeah. <laughs> talk about that's a random uh, reference. Like, yeah, totally forgot. Yeah, he was from Seattle. He's the one who made it, who broke through, huh? Wow. Yeah. Until uh. What's his name? I actually know his name. I just won't say it. Oh, you know who else was from Seattle? Hmm. The Double X Posse. Now, you might not have heard of them, but they made a song that Jalen Rose quotes from quite often entitled, Not Gonna Be Able to Do. Yeah. Yeah. I did not (laughs) know. I didn't know when they were from out that way. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. They were from Seattle. Can we do it? Not gonna be able to do it. (laughs) <laughs> yes sir yes sir okay but uh but yeah yeah we're mainly talking about cali uh la and the bay area fresno sacramento all of that so now the the, the problem no, i shouldn't say the problem but the 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 thing with the stigma that west coast hip-hop kind of carried for the longest was that it was um it was not as complex as East Coast hip hop. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as um, just musically refined. Uh, lyrically, it was seen as very misogynistic. And, and, and let's, to be to be fair, there was a lot of misogynistic rap that was getting a lot of spotlight, right? Um, especially during the, um, the the crazy early '90s when when the FBI and the White House and everybody and the Vice President was trying to come down on it. Because uh, it was becoming this this huge cultural movement at that point, where even you know white kids were were rocking with it, and it was going mainstream. Um, you know, it, it got a bad rap for the whole gangster rap persona, but you know, West Coast hip hop is 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 very complex. It's very diverse. Um, yes. You got a lot of what you called alternative groups come out the West Coast too, uh, such as Black Alicious, Jurassic Five, Freestyle Fellowship. Hieroglyphics, Loot Pack, Souls of Mischief, Farside, Zion I, um, Living Legends. So it, it's much like East Coast hip hop. They have a what you might call a alternative scene, an underground scene, a, a conscious scene, and it's not it's not a, a monolithic uh, subgenre. You know that sounds one way and only talks about a, a couple of things. 
Right. Um, now, did you ever fall victim to that scene? West Coast hip hop is lower quality. Um. Yes. Yes, I did because I was a I was very much a a snob at one point, and um, I fell into that trap. You know, the East Coast bias that exists, and you know, if it wasn't like five percent or slang, it wasn't seen as complex. And <laughs> you know, the and a lot of what I knew of West Coast rap um, was you know off the Death Row Machine or digital underground you know whatever they was playing on the box that was my exposure to it mm. so it was just party music as far as i was concerned um and not really knowing as much as i do now about like it's dope lyricist that came out of the west now don't get me wrong it has earned its reputation right there's <laughs> there's some less than stellar mcs that's out there and i think those are the ones that you know, we probably know most about um, is you know the party MCs, but it's, it's there's guys out there that get busy, and you just name you know several groups, um, and then you got the individuals within those groups that are that are killing it. Um, some of who will definitely come up, you know, when we start naming uh, our favorite or you know underrated MCs out of the West. Mm-hmm. Got yep yep yes sir yeah, um, I, got, got. yeah I, I I was I, I did fall victim to that too as well just kind of looking down on it thumbing my nose at it a little bit there was I always had a respect for like artists like Cube but like because of where he you know the the, the hard line social uh, statements that that he was making yeah uh, early in his solo career but like you know the death row stuff and 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 um, mainly, mainly the death row stuff was, yeah. was what kind of turned me off to, to the whole like West Coast sound. I, I really didn't start checking out these like other groups, these other alternative West Coast groups to like 98, 99 maybe. Right. Um, you know, and it was just like it, it kind of blew open a whole new, you know, wor- world for me as far as that region. And, um, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm glad I, I, I didn't have a a biased ear, you know, forever. Right. Um, I, I, I did have one for a little while. Um, but yeah, it was, it was like, you know, when, when your parents came down on rap music, like, <laughs> they, they, they could have just picked, picked any up, picked up any West Coast album and be like, here, this is why rap is bad. Yes. You know, that's the yes. way, that's the way I saw it. And it was like, I, I was always fighting that battle with my parents. Like, nah, it's more to it. Like, you know, check out this tribe. Check out this. Check out that. Like this daylight. You know, it, it was more. It's more to it than like, you know, um, you know, doggy gang banging style. and drugs and hoes and yeah, then dog, yeah, doggy style. <laughs> so, you know, it was it was always an uphill battle with that. But you know, over time, you know, you start to see that. The critics of the culture wasn't going to rock with the culture either way. No matter how, no matter how this package of hip hop was being presented, you know, at the end of the day, these are young black men from the hood, from the ghetto, who shouldn't have a voice, getting filthy rich off this art form that you don't understand. So they were always going to have a problem with it. You know what I mean? And like, you know, it's just funny. It's like they. They would use the most. They would always jump to the most extreme 
uh, examples to, to kind of condemn an entire genre and an entire culture. And, um, you know, in, in hindsight, you, you see that that's what it was. Sure. I mean, it was easy to do because that's what was being promoted as well. So you got to yeah. shoot at the top anyway. And it just so happened that, you know, the, the highest selling um, <clears throat> rappers at the time were coming out the West and absolutely had the most misogynistic, you know, negative lyrics. And it wasn't necessarily all that complex. I look at somebody like Snoop. I've grown to respect Snoop. Um, I enjoyed his music when it first came out. Um, I mean, first of all, I was a kid, so it was something I shouldn't have been listening to, so it was right <laughs> up my alley. <laughs> um, but just, again, growing with that, I got older. I'm like, Snoop. Like, I, I took the position where he, I'm like, Snoop Whack, he's not, he's not a good rapper. He's simple, slow flow. It's like, eh. But I've grown to appreciate that's just kind of his personality you know what i mean and there's there's definitely complexity and real depth and you know soul to his music even if he's not using these you know multi-syllabic flows it doesn't mean that it's not good or it's not creative and it just took some time to at least for me to be able to recognize that from somebody like him yeah yeah the thing with snoop Snoop is a product of his environment and his influences. Like yeah. when you listen to him talk about who influenced him, it all it all comes together. It all makes sense. It's like okay, these these old you know these old funk all that old funk music. Yes, the, the, uh, the black rotation. Yeah, you know it, it makes sense why he raps about what he's rapping about. Like he's just he's just an updated version of that stuff. Those movies right. like the Mac. And, right. Um, uh, you know, Black Dynamite, not Black Dynamite, Willie Dynamite. Um, I guess you know, in some ways, Black, Black Dynamite too. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> the Black Dynamite. I sell drugs. <laughs> oh, hush up, little girl. A lot of girls. <laughs> A lot of guys out here with that name. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> Shut the heck up, Euphoria. I know that's you. I ain't even got to open my eyes. She set him off. <laughs> he just he just went to a whole thing. Man. Oh man, but yeah, yeah. So you know, yeah. West Coast hip hop always had that stigma, that negative stigma, and <clears throat> Hollywood didn't do him any favors. Um, well, depends you know, on how you see it. Because I would say Hollywood absolutely did them favors because. It made them more marketable. Now, it made them targets, but it also made them rich. Well, when I when I talk about when I talk about what Hollywood did, yeah, they did put a spotlight on them, but they also with the movies about hood life that they would <clears throat> green light that often were uh, uh, set in like L.A. and Compton or whatever. Yes, it was movies like South Central, Minister Society, Boys in the Hood, yep. Colors. Deep cover, um, and, and 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 this is going into another space, but like even tales from the hood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me the stuff. Oh, so that man. was based west in the west coast, you know. <laughs> and um, you know, people would people would see movies like that, like white people would see movies like that and be terrified. You yes. know? And you know, I, I 
it's funny, man. This was a few years ago. I remember being at work, and I was, I was, I was one time I was working with one of my bosses. He was a white dude. He's, he was probably like fifteen years older than me. But we were talking about we were talking about old fi- films and whatever. And he was the movie Boys in the Hood came up, and like this dude was like asking me like how much of that that was portrayed in a movie is accurate and true to life and uh, true to real life. And I'm like, nigga, I don't live in LA. I don't know. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I don't know. It's like, I'm like, you know, I'm like, with any area, you got your pockets, you know, of, 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 you know, really, really bad pockets. And then you got some pockets that are just okay. But like, you know, yeah, the struggle is very real. Like, that, that stuff ain't happening every day, but it does happen common, you know, uh, enough. Right. But, you know, they think the hood is just like that everywhere. Wherever you got black people, Poor black people, it's, it's going to be like the movie Boys in the Hood, and you know it's it's, it's not necessarily like that. You no, know? that's a very stylized portrayal of it. Um, and that stuff was decidedly L.A. anyway. Like drive-bys were not happening in other places like that. They started no, they no, started right, right, one hundred percent a Los Angeles thing. Yeah, in Chicago, I don't, I don't remember hearing about. About drive-bys that much, like I, I would always hear about parties getting shot up. Right, I, I never really heard about drive-bys. No, not for real. But, like so. I've heard rumors of them, but nothing. Like I've never known it to actually happen. No, no, no. Like Chicago's got too many stop signs, speed bumps, and and, and, and railroad tracks for, for that to be a, a, a successful. Uh, um, you know. Right, what you know, a procedure over here, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. They made L.A. look like it was just a hellscape of just gangs and violence. But um, but moving right along, man, we we're gonna dive into our top. Well, let's let's go into top five MCs. Our our top five favorite MCs to come out of the West Coast that we personally rock with the most. Now, when I say top five. I'm going with what, what? Let me clarify. When I say top five, I'm talking about your personal favorite. Yeah. Because when you when you get into the conversation of greatest, it's a different conversation. Uh, no doubt, no doubt about it. And, and it goes that way with albums as well, and and, and groups as well. Um, so, in no particular order, who are your top five MCs to come out the West? Okay, so I'm gonna have to change it up then, because what I what I wrote down were uh, underrated. I didn't write down my personal favorites. Um, I guess there is some crossover, but let me uh, let me think about it real quick. All right, so what I'll just off the top of my head, I'll, I'll go with this one. Um, does corrupt count? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. You you cut off for a sec. What you say? My bad. I was saying that was, does, does corrupt count because he's technically from Philly. Wait, but he rap. Yeah, he's from Philly. Oh man, because I had him on my list. <laughs> but he definitely reps the West to the fullest. So yeah, yeah, he's he's West. He's West Coast. Okay, so yeah, no particular order. Then um, let's see, five corrupt, Razkaz, um, our science, um. E40. Uh, how many is that? Four? 
That's four. Dang, I'm at four already. All right, I'm taking E40 <laughs> off. I'm taking E40 off. Ooh. Uh, uh, what did I say? Razkaz, our science. You said, um, yeah, you got corrupt, Razkaz. Corrupt. Rock Iris and I guess Murs. Okay. Planet Asia and honorable mention to both Too Short and E40. Okay. Too Short and E40 honorable mention. All right. Speak on speak on Rock of Irish Science a bit. I, I that was that's that's one I didn't see coming. Um, I I I enjoy his um like he's clearly a stoner, <laughs> and I don't necessarily mess with that part of it. But the way that he talks about weed is a little bit different than I've heard of other people, um, which I just have found interesting, and I like his wordplay. Um. I like he does, and he he doesn't sound like he's from. The he West. does not like sound like he's from the West. That. He doesn't have like he the LA. Like he's straight out of New York, right? But it's still he he's got he's got an LA vibe to it. Like dilated music is decidedly West Coast because it still has that feel to it. Um, but he's a little more lyrical than one might expect. Like he he definitely is getting busy on the mic, and now I just thought about something. Dang, never mind. I'll leave it alone. It's another. It was somebody <laughs> I forgot that I needed to put on my list, but that's okay. I'll bring him up if we talk about underrated. Okay. Well, yeah, we could we could do over uh, underrated because I have a few underrated ones that that I wanted to just touch on. Yeah. That I feel deserves some shine. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Alright, so yeah, I leave my list alone with that. Um Yeah, Rocka, uh, I, I, the only thing that I, I I'll say about him is um I'm disappointed with the lack of material. Like we got a couple dilated albums. I would have loved to have heard a solo album. But or even more features, you know, and we just didn't really get it. Yeah, yeah, I, I I agree with you. I agree with you. I I am disappointed. I thought he was going to be the breakout talent out of the whole, you know, the group dilated people. It's it's funny that evidence is the one who has kind of like you know been the one who was emerged as the star out of the group. Um, because Rock Irish Science was clearly the more lyrically gifted MC, yes. and, and he had a better delivery. Yes. <laughs> Than evidence, you know, evidence is cool. He's kind of laid back, kind of a little robotic sounding. Yeah, I don't love his he, voice as a rapper. Yeah, but Rocka was Rocka got busy. Yeah, you know, Rocka got busy. Razzcast, that I knew you were gonna have Razzcast on there. I know he's one of your favorite MCs. Period. Yeah. Um, you know, you put me on the Soul on Ice album, um, and like Razzcast is just he's nasty with it, man. Like. I don't know. Did you hear the album he did with Apollo Brown? Yes, you you put me on that one. That one's in my rotation pretty frequently, actually. Okay, man, phenomenal. Yes, album. it was. Phenom- phenomenal album. He just, I love his his lyrical dexterity, and you know, he just sounds like he's sneering. Like yes, when he when he rhymes, he's like he's so defiant, man. Like, like he's looking down on everybody, even though he's <laughs> right. not necessarily. It just comes across that way. He got that bravado about him. 
Exactly. Exactly. Who else? Uh, oh, speak on corrupt a little bit, bro. Corrupt. I feel like he was he benefited somewhat from being in the death row camp because they were the biggest thing, you know, since microwave popcorn. But I feel like he was kind of held back in that collective yeah. because he was clearly, clearly the best rapper out of the whole crew. Like he's better than Snoop. He's way better than Daz. The only, the only person that you can say off a of death row that would have been on par with him, um, would have been like a Tupac, and that's just purely off star power. Bar for bar, it's corrupt all day. You put him up, you can put him next to whomever, and he's gonna shine. He may not, even if he's not, you know, the the, the number one MC on a track. Like for instance, when he does stuff with the Horseman. As dope as corrupt is, yeah. he may not be. He's not necessarily the number one out of that collective, but he's gonna make his presence felt even within that. Depending on a track, he might be the best one on the track. Depending on sure, the track, sure. But the fact that he can hold his own own with like heavyweights, like you know, it's because it's kill, it's Killer Priest, Cannabis, Razzcast, yeah, yeah, and Razzcast, yep. Yeah, the fact that he could hold his own. And there's been some tracks, some horseman tracks, where yeah, Corrupt had the best verse. Yeah, the one on Cannabis album, I think he may have had the best verse on that. You know, so yeah, he's he's lyrically, man, he's a gunner. Man. Yeah, man, he's a gunner. Yeah, man. Man, great, great, great list, man. Too short, E40, of course. Like their longevity alone gets them on the list. Yes. Um. Now, for my top five MCs, uh, in no particular order, I got Murs. <laughs> I got, that's no surprise. I got um, Kendrick Lamar. Mm, I thought about that. That's a good one. I've got E40. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I've got Razcast. And I've got Corrupt. I like it. I'm, I'm kind of disappointed nobody else called in or tapped in tonight because, like, yeah, we got I just a similar knew, list. I just knew someone was else was going to have like game, ice cube, right, right. And there's now there's value in what they do. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like, cube, cube should be up there for sure, but that's just a. Uh, it speaks to like how dope West Coast hip hop really is when you when you really start to look for um, artists and you know there's a 30 year history there man of dope dope rappers coming out the west that don't always get mentioned mm-hmm. yeah Dale Dale yep the Licks you know, Tash um, specifically yeah yeah he's another underrated one um and 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 you know to your point it was like a two year stretch where Ice Cube was like the best rapper in the industry period yes. not just out the west yes he was he was the guy he was he was that nigga you know for 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 a good for a good two years <clears throat> um uh another uh, now as far as a uh, uh, slept on artist an underrated artist from the west I got I got to mention Crooked Eye absolutely. Um, he's been doing his thing for years. This dude is a lyrical dog. Like, just 
Yes. Man. Yes. He, he's he's dope. I think he's the be- most talented one out of the whole Slaughterhouse cast. Yep. Definitely the most versatile. I think Royce might be better. Um, I disagree, but I disagree. Royce be reaching with his bars sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I get you that. Here, he'll spit a line. I'll be like, ah, I don't know, Royce. <laughs> Some of them. <laughs> Some of them, reach he, he reach on some of them, but he can nail others. He can, he can, and he has. Um, but yeah, he's he's just got he's got some stuff in there. I'm like, man, I don't know about that line, man. That that metaphor didn't didn't land quite right, but whatever. I give you a pass. I think Royce is a victim um, of his own success, and sometimes that comes out in the in the rhymes. Like he'll make references to cars and money and stuff where before that wasn't that wasn't a thing because he didn't have it yeah 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 that's a good point that's a good point um also when it comes to underrated in west coast mcs i gotta i gotta i have exhibit yes i have planet asia yes. and i have gift the gap that's a good one that's a good one if the gap is nasty with it man like he, he gets he is busy man like like i really wish we could have saw more material either from him as a solo artist because he doesn't have a whole lot or I just wish Black Delicious had kept would have kept their train going you know a little more they they had like uh, I think three Three albums albums. all together yeah and it was all within like a six or seven year period no more like more like five years because Nia was 2000 Blaze Nero was 2002 and then the craft was 2005. Oh wow! Yeah, so even shorter than that. Yeah, so they only really had like a five-year run. But um, but yeah, man, good list, you, man, good list. You throw out a couple others, just underrated, like artists that people need to go check for if they are not. Uh, Defari, Defari. Yes. Um, yes. He did an album last year called Solamente, California Eloquence. Ooh. Please, please check that out. Okay, I'm here for Check it. that out. Dope album, but dude, it's doper in the summertime. I hate to recommend it now because the weather's cold, right. but like, that is a perfect summertime album. I mean, I can check it out now. Check it out when the weather gets warm. Yes. <laughs> Who else? You still here? Yeah, yeah. What's going on, Reggie? Hello. There it is. Hey, what what's up, up Reggie? Oh, there, you, there you go. What's going on, Reg? You uh, you you, you, you chimed in at a, at a, a very opportune moment, man. I don't know if you, you you're ready to be put on the spot right Marvel. now, but uh, <laughs> okay. it's all good. stay ready. We, you ain't got to get ready. Yeah, I'm down for it. What, what we got? We uh, we were running through our list of top five MCs out of the West Coast. Now, when I say top five, I'm I'm specifically referring to your personal favorite top five MCs to come out of the West Coast. So did you have five MCs that you felt personally are the uh, I'm not a I'm not a West Coast fan. So this is gonna be like pretty terrible on my part. Probably to most standards, but I guess off the top I would go I would go um, corrupt uh, I would say Snoop just because he is, you know, a legend in his own right. Um, mm-hmm. I would go. 
I mean, I guess I would go Cube as well, but then I would go Young School and do like, ah, man, I would go uh, Kendrick and then Nipsey. Good list. Ah, I like that. Okay, okay. I mean, I really wanted to take Cube out of there, but I mean, like, I mean, the legends kind of hold their own, right? So, but I would Who like would to you put, replace Cube with. I would just say like this: honorable mention. I would put uh, Schoolboy Q. I ain't mad at really? you. You rock with Schoolboy like yeah. That? I mean, I, I actually rock with the whole TDE camp. I mean, because I even like J Rock. I mean, I think what they got J Rock like, is dope. They, they seemingly seamlessly blend like they West Coast like influence, but it's not like beat over your head vibes. Because like I get tired of that West Coast sound. If mm-hmm. it's if it's uh, if it's too much, you know what I mean. Like they have their own sound, which I get it. You know what I'm saying. But it's like I feel like you have to be from there to appreciate it. And because I'm not, I don't have that same fondness for it as they do. So with that being said, the sound can kind of get. You know what I mean. It could be like too much. It can almost be, almost be like house music. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. <laughs> Where like everything stops sounding the same. You know what I mean. And at that point, like I check out. So. Um, yeah, I think they do a good job of that. So that's that's the list. I'm gonna keep it short like that. Good list, man. Yeah. Good list. Yeah. Um, I actually had corrupt on my list. I, I had Kendrick too. Um, I feel Kendrick has definitely earned his spot, like on a on a top five West Coast MC list, man. Yeah, like just this dude's four for four. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, so great list, man. Great list. Yeah, I was about to say, All right. get, he is from Philly, though. But I guess I guess his roots, though, is he stayed his tenure longer in L.A., so. Right, and he always, he repped that harder than he repped Philly, for sure. Like, that was the same question I had, but. Okay. Yeah, he got blessed in and everything. Like, he a crip and all that stuff, so it is yeah. what it is, but. Yeah. Just, yeah, he, he was. He, for all intents and purposes, he's what, he's okay. West Card. <laughs> I mean, he yeah, was very like good list. too, honestly, because he. Like he used a lot of Cali slang in his rhymes anyway. Church. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. All right, man. Great list, great list. See, I knew someone someone's gonna have to come through. Me, see, me and Jamil's list was very similar, right? Okay. Yeah. So I was like, man, we really need someone to, to, to tap in and and, and 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 put some variety up in there. Yeah, so. Shake it up a little bit. Um, Nipsey was one that I, um, I wasn't expecting, but that's that was a. And I, mean, I like that choice. And I put Nipsey in it not because he died, but like if you ever listen to his music and then like up into his last album, like he really was putting in the work, the grind, his message. Like I think he just did a great job and like basically selling himself. So yeah. I that's why I put him in that in that lineup. Like I, who's to know what he would have done? You know what I'm saying? If he would have, I think he'd have been the Jay Z of, of the West. Mm. In terms of his business aspect and everything else that he was gonna have going on, in addition to the rap, right? Yeah, he, he was definitely making yeah, moves. Making huge moves, moves huge. Yeah, right. he he means something more to the city that you know. If you wasn't from there, you didn't necessarily understand. At least until he died. Right, right, right. Yeah, and he was part of a power couple too. So yeah, uh, you know, you know, he had that going for him too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Now this this is where it's gonna get a little trickier. Um 
top five groups to come out of the West. Again, same criteria, your personal favorite, because as I said, it, when you get in the best, it, it becomes a very, you know, arguable, you know, list. It can becomes a tighter list because we all know who the who the best generally are considered to come out the West. Right. Um, but when it comes to your personal favorite um taste, top five groups. I, I start with you, Jamil. Okay. Um give me the licks. Um, Jurassic Five, Dilated Peoples, Black Hippies, and I'm in. You said Black Black Hippie, hmm. and it should be NWA, but it's not going to be. Um, dang, I'm struggling here because I got like three of them that I want to say. All right, who did I say? J Five, Dilated. You said. J5 dilated the licks. Black hippies. Far side. Honorable mention. Black eyed peas. Black eyed peas. Yes. Hear me out. I forgot that. Hear me out, though. I forgot they came out the West. All right, yeah. I, you're going to explain that one. Pre Fergie and post Fergie, they make dope music. And it's very. It's different. Um, it's not in the same space at all as you know the overreaching like NWA legacy of gangster rap, but they still make have made really good hip hop music. Like that represents California very very authentically, although very different from everybody else. So I feel like they deserve a little more respect than they get, even though they sold the heck out. I'll give you that. I give you that. If you got rid of their their all their albums that they did with Fergie, exactly. Their and I am. Their discography is pretty solid. And I am. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not counting none of the work they did with Fergie. Hey man, I like Fergie, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a different group. Hey man, you. That's a whole different group. I think once she became part of that dynamic, their music is very different with her than it is without her. Like it's a mm-hmm. whole different thing. Yeah, yeah, Re- Reggie, man, you got a, a, a more, a way more forgiving ear, man. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, great, it's great, funny, great. I'm not, I'm not the, uh, I'm definitely not a, a, a Black Eyed Peas, like you know, what I'm saying discography, you know, type person anyway. So I only really know their music with Perky. So that's that's sad on my part, but that's why that's why I said <laughs> what I said. Fair enough. Okay, good, 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 good list, man. When I, when I think of the licks, I only really think about like two albums, like uh, 21 and Over, Liquidation. But they were definitely dope. Like, I've never heard a licks track and not liked it. Right. You know, like uh, Jurassic Five, they were another group that I, I was really into back in the day. Um, and of course, the far side, man. Yeah. Like, like, what can you say about them? We haven't already said, man. They just, they, they kind of, they were kind of like the grandfathers of the, you know, the alternative hip hop scene in, in the West Coast, Agreed. man. Them and Freestyle Fellowship. Agreed. Um, they, they totally like broke the mold as far as like what West Coast MCs could look like, what they could rap about, you know, even how to dress, man. They were just, they were just different cats. And I got a chance to meet them. Um, um, in person, and they were they were mad cool. They were mad cool. So, um, 
Yeah, man. Props to them. Props to them. Their music, their music actually means a lot to me, man. I, I really, I really, really dug them. All right, Reggie, man. Did you have five West Coast groups that are your personal favorites? I don't know if I have five, but I'll try. All right. <laughs> uh, I would say I like I like the uh, the hippies. Uh, who else? Oh, Pack Deer. Okay. Oh, I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, that was a real good one. Dude, what happened to them? Man, I don't know, man. I, I look for them all the time. I think they just... They were dope. I think they just, like, disbanded, and then niggas, like, start having families or something. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, real talk. Like, they, just, dis- they just disappeared. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say NWA. They was a group. Yeah. So I got what I got. I got... Um, That's three. And then I got... Uh, why not uh, the dog pound? Ah. Okay, and and uh, digital underground. Nice, du yes sir, yes sir. All right, good list, man. Good list. All right, man. For me, man, in no particular order, I got Black Alicious. Um, I, I think the the work that they did was for the short time they were together was like outstanding. Um, and and, and definitely broke the mold as far as just. Not just West Coast hip hop, just hip hop in general. Um, also, Dilated Peoples, man. Mm-hmm. Um, they were a group I was heavy, heavy into in the early 2000s. Um, the the um, the Living Legends. Uh, they're a group that you know, not as well known, but you, you might know. Everyone knows Murs. Murs comes from the Living Legends, right. but they were an actual group, and they they had a pretty decent discography, man. Um, they had a pretty decent discography. Also, Digital Underground. Um, love me some Digital Underground, man. They were dope as well. Um, you know, very different. Um, and then also the Far Side. Um, gotta had a Far Side on there, man. They, if I had to, if I had to rank them, I would probably put the Far Side as as, as number one. Um, Lab Cal- Cap in California is a, is a underrated classic. Um, you know, Bizarre Rise to the Far Side, another one. And they just, they, they were just a great group, man. They were just a great group. They were, they were a group that didn't take themselves so seriously. They had a sense of humor. You know, they, um. And it's just crazy creative, man. Yeah. Like they, they took a lot of chances on stuff. Um. Even their skits. Yeah. I mean, who comes out with a song called Your Mama? And it's just, <laughs> the whole thing is, it's basically what that, uh, What's that that group? Uh, a couple years back, they was roasting each other on the song. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Um, yeah, I can't remember who they what what their name was, but I know exactly what you're talking about. I can't think of the name either. But that's that's basically what they you know what Farside was doing with your mama. They just throwing you know what I'm saying throwing this back and forth, and it was funny. Mm. Yeah, yeah. The whole song was a roast session. Yeah, <laughs> the whole song was a roast. Mama session. got a peg leg with a <laughs> with a kickstand. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then even the skits, man. You know, when they had it's jiggable time. You know? Right, right. <laughs> and um, <laughs> uh, and Quentin's on his way. You know, like. Yeah, they, they just did a lot of outstanding hip hop, man. All right, so here's where it gets a little tricky. 
because this this next one was harder for me than it was. We're we're gonna dive into top top ten West Coast albums. Your favorite, your personal favorite West Coast albums. This was a lot harder for me than than the uh, the MC and group list. Um, let's see. Uh, Jamil, I guess we'll start with you. What did you have? Ten albums uh, from West Coast artists that are your personal favorite. I didn't write it down, so I'm, I'm trying to go off memory here. Um, the platform definitely dilated people. Okay. Um, death certificate. Good one. Soul on ice. Chronic. The first one? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh Bizarre Ride to the Far Side. Um I mean is that five? That's five, yeah. Okay. Uh the unseen. Good one. Uh, have a nice. No, nah, I'm not gonna have a nice day. Uh, I'm gonna be a. Pr- nah, I can't do that either. I'm having a hard time. I know I gotta pick a merch album. I'm just having a hard time picking one. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna have a nice day. It, it may not be. Oh, you mean have a nice life? Have a nice life. I'm sorry. Have a nice life. Uh, have a nice life. Uh, power in numbers. Good one. Is that seven? That is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's eight. Eight. Um, strictly for my niggas. Really? Yeah. And you know, I take strictly for my niggas off. Okay. Give me Good Kid, Mad City, and Doggy Style. Okay. Okay. So you got you got Dilated People's The Platform. You got Ice Cube, Death Certificate, Grass Cast, Soul on Ice, Doctor Dre, The Chronic, Far Side, Bizarre Ride. Quasimodo the Unseen, Murs Have a Nice Life, Jurassic Five Power and Numbers, Kendrick Lamar Good Kid, Mad City, and Snoop Dogg Doggy Style. Yeah, I, I gotta ask, man. You know I'm a Murs aficionado. Out of all his albums, what made you go with Have a Nice Life? Um, I enjoy all of them. I chose that one because it's probably one of the more underrated ones, and I appreciate the darkness that came out of that one because it was very real and raw and how he was feeling at the time and sometimes um black men in particular don't get an opportunity to express um feeling anything other than anger and although there was anger in that album there was raw emotion that came out through it so I can appreciate what it represented okay very well, very well. Understood, man. Understood. I actually, I feel that way about Strange Journey into the Unimaginable. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. 
Um, there was some cut. There was some cuts on Have a Nice Life that were that were. Um, I don't know. It just felt kind of poppy to me. You know, kind of like he was reaching for a different audience, but like still a, a quality album nonetheless. Yeah. Um, good list, man. Good list. Dilated the platform. I knew you were gonna have Solo Nice on there. Just, just, just because the nature of the threat. That song alone, I knew that was gonna make your list. Right. <laughs> I thought about putting Blasphemy on there, honestly, but I don't know if I consider that a West Coast album. Hey, it's by a West Coast artist, but the sound is not West Coast at all. Yeah, one of my one of my songs on my list has that issue. Uh, but what? It's whatever. It's 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 hey, it's got a West Coast MC, so I, right, I right. it counts. <laughs> it counts. All right, Reggie, man. Yeah, yeah I'm is, All right, did you have ten? Favorite albums from West Coast artists that you wanted to share? Yeah, why not? Why not? <laughs> um, I got, I got. Um, no one can do it better. Mm. Oh, good one, dude. Good one. <laughs> by the DOC. Um, I got Church League by Pack Div. Uh, Good Kid, Mad City. Uh, Victory Lap. And um, man, you know who I, I wanted to do, but I couldn't think of the what's the name. Hold on, let me see. Let me get. Give me one second. Okay. It's a uh, it's a Dom Kennedy album. I can't think of the name of it though. Dom Kennedy is is severely underrated too. Yeah, I can't think of the name of it. I'm just gonna put. I'm just gonna say Don Kennedy by Don Kennedy. I think that's he got an album called by Don Kennedy. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna just say that just to say it out there. But yeah, that's okay, Don Kennedy. Okay, so you got you got DLC. No one can do it better. You got Pack Div Church League. You got Good Kid, Mad City by Kendrick. You got Nipsey Hustle Victory Lap. You got Don Kennedy. Yeah, that's fine. Let me see. I could I could try to look up the Don Kennedy real quick. Hold on one second. Well, while we got a minute, shout out to Shorty the Pimp. Even though that that ain't make my list, it need to be uh, <laughs> never forgotten. <laughs> you know what? I'm trying to think. Let's see, um, maybe I can look at it too. Yeah, both for some reason both my uh, computers is acting slow. Both of them, huh? Balling. <laughs> hey man, this was this was not the original setup I had in mind, man. This is, this is very bush league. What I got up in here. <laughs> All right, um, giving the people what they want. Hey, you know it, man. You know it. Okay, so Don Kennedy, he's got "Get Home Safely." He's got "From the West Side." He's got Los Angeles is not for sale. That's a cold album title. <laughs> he's got and he's got by Don Kennedy. Yeah. So I'm I'm 2015. Yeah, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with a uh, cause I could go with a Los Angeles not for sale or I can go from the West Side with love. Um, I'm gonna go here. I'm gonna stick with what I said. I'm gonna say by by Don Kennedy. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna stick to that one. <clears throat> okay. All right, so you rocking with the five? Yeah. Okay. All right, good list, man. Good list. Yeah, Pac Div, man. It was 
They was talented. Yeah, they was they was <laughs> they was ahead of their time. I don't know if they was yeah. they was coming around at uh they actually was coming up alongside like the uh Wale and the like uh uh Drake, like the early yeah. uh the J. Cole's like right in that like mixtape era. They put out that church league. That church league was fire, man. The church league, yep. man, that was that was that was fire. And like I said, they was they was definitely underrated. They had heavy bars. Like I, I you know, I was looking for them, man. I just don't know what happened to them. Same here, same here, man. I, I was checking for them too, man. And they just, they they just wasn't just just kind of stopped putting out material, mm-hmm. man. Like I, I don't know why. All right, so my list was kind of hard, man. Um, I actually have twelve albums here. <clears throat> it was, I just couldn't narrow it down to ten. Um, so at number twelve, I got Dr. Dre, The Chronic, two thousand one. Um, at ele- <clears throat> at eleven, I got Digital Underground. Uh, Play What You Like Which is kind of like their greatest hits album um, In number 10 That's I got <laughs> Yeah I, it is It kind of is But mm-hmm. hey I don't care <laughs> They came on uh, <laughs> They gonna put a compilation on the greatest <laughs> <laughs> Hey man you gotta get it all in man Gotta get it all in on one CD That's real <laughs> um, Number 10 I got Zion I Mind Over Matter Good one. Um, number nine, I got Mystic. Uh, Cuts for Luck, Scars for Freedom. Yo, how did I forget that? Yeah, very dope. Oh, yes, it is, and it's, it's impossible to find. Yeah, it is. It is. Like, I'm glad I, I copped it when I did. Um, number eight, I got Black Delicious Nia. Uh, number seven, I got Living Legends Creative Differences. Mm. Um, I think that is their finest album to date. Um, number six, I got Blue and Exile, Below the Heavens. Nice. Uh, very, very dope album. The lyricism is top notch. The production is top notch. It does. It it really doesn't sound like a traditional West Coast album, but it is. Um, both the producer and the MC are from the West Coast, but definitely check that out. Number five, I got Far Side, uh, Bizarre Ride. Um, number four, I got Kendrick Lamar, Two Pimp a Butterfly. I knew that was coming. Yes, I said it. I'm not the one mad. One Kendrick album that made my list is Pimp a Butterfly. That, that, really? That is terrible. Fight. <laughs> oh, I could see it making the list if Good Kid, Mad City was on there as well. Nah, no, 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 no. This is his finest album. Man, that's so how high were you when you heard it? <laughs> That's a terrible decision, man. Hey, man, it is what it mm-hmm. is. <laughs> Teaches them. Yeah, yeah. I will always, I will, I will defend that album just like Jamil always defends Electric Circus. <laughs> <laughs> you can't defend Electric Circus and then and then try to. You know, <laughs> I like the Pimper Butterfly. I just don't think it's better than Good Kid, Mad City. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, Good Kid, Man City is an excellent album. I didn't like the Pimper Butterfly or I like the Circus. So, yeah. <laughs> you said you ain't going, huh? <laughs> Both of them boys was noisy. That's exactly it. <laughs> you said the way yeah, they were noisy, man. Not at all, man. Not at all. Well, you just, that makes okay. sense about Electric Circus to me, actually. All you like is the jazz riffs, man, and the Pepper Butterfly. Other than that, man, that boy was all over the place. 
This here ain't free. <laughs> Y'all just some uncultured Negroes. That's all right. <laughs> all right, number three, I got Dilated People's Expansion Team. <clears throat> um, I love that album, man. From start to finish, man, I think it's their most it's their most consistent uh, LP. Um, number two, I got Quasimodo, The Unseen. And number one, I got Murs and I Wonder, Murs 316. That's another one that, that I struggle with calling a West Coast album. Hey, man, it's a West. I, I get where you're coming from because sonically, it sounds like an underground East Coast album. Very much so. It's 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 very much a West Coast album, man. When you break down some of those songs that he that, that he's and these verses that he's spitting on there, yeah, especially Trevor and them is is distinctly West Coast. Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, there you have it, man. That's my list. Those are the albums that I feel the audience should definitely check out. Also, man, honorable mention to to uh, Tupac's "Me Against the World" and um, "Souls of Mischief" ninety three till infinity. Yes. Those were um, those those were the great LPs too, man. So, so. Mr. really should have made my list of groups. I don't know how I didn't think about them. Yeah, they were dope. They were dope. They weren't they kind of in my honorable mention, man. Now, are there any underrated artists, uh, whether it's we're talking MCs or producers, that either one of you all wanted to shine a little light on and steal some more credit than they get? Um, Jamil, I know you kind of touched on a couple of MCs already, but we'll, we'll throw producers in there too. Um, as far as producers, uh, Will I Am honestly is one who doesn't really get a lot of credit, um, at least on the hip hop side as first production, but he does he does good work. Um, another one when you think quintessential West Coast rap. His name doesn't come up, but it should. Is uh, Battle Cat? Mm. Like that's the the sound that, at least in my opinion, the sound that um, Reggie was describing actually, where it it can get repetitive. Like if you listen to it too much, it's you will have had enough. But it's definitely, you know, West Coast party bang your trunk music. Mm-hmm. And you could tell he came under the tutelage of Dre. Like, obviously not as... He ain't Dre, but... He, de- he definitely deserve a seat at the table. Um, I got two more, and then I'll, I'll leave the producers alone. Um, Soundwave from, uh, you know, Down With TDE. And uh, DJ Muggs. Oh, good one. Good one. Definitely. Definitely. Forgot about Muggs. All right, yeah, I was actually gonna uh, talk about DJ Quick. Yeah, um, you know he's 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 been pretty consistent, man, throughout the years. Like, yes. you know, he he's he's produced a lot of stuff that people don't even know that he was the producer behind. Mm-hmm. Um, I also want to shed some light on Oh No, mm-hmm. uh, who's Mad Lib's brother. Like, Oh No has a pretty much bulletproof discography man he's done a lot of instrumental joints um he's done compilation styled albums um with other mcs rhyming over his beats and another underrated producer and mc evidence yeah um 
the Weatherman LP I think is is a great must own album. Um, I really loved Whether or Not that he did last year. Yeah, he's dope, man. He's dope. I think I like Evidence more as a producer than a rapper. Not that he's a bad rapper, but I mean, we talked about it a little earlier. His his I just don't love his voice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, he he he, he can sound real robotic. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. All right, Reggie, man. Any any underrated MCs and producers from the West you wanted to highlight? Um, yeah. Uh, well, I said I said a couple of them already. Uh, I think Dom Kim Kennedy. Um, um, I shoot out J Rock. It would be another one. Um, who else? Uh, I think as far as producers, I don't think Hit Boy get enough. Um attention as well as uh alchemist well alchemist get enough attention but he's he gets forgotten about that he's from the west yeah um because he don't really yes, sound sir, like is. it you say what he don't really sound like he from the west he, like his production style he doesn't he doesn't but uh definitely um and then there was somebody else i can't think of who it was now though that we uh I gotta think about this now, cause um, what's the name was just working with him too. Um, let's see who else though, as far as rappers. Oh, did I say Exhibit? No, no, no I I had mentioned Exhibit earlier. Okay, yeah, but I think Exhibit don't get enough recognition for uh, his contributions to the to the West Coast, man. Three. Yeah, his first three albums were solid, man. Like, yeah, Exhibit just kind of fell off. I don't know if he fell off. But you know what? I didn't realize he was getting as much money as he was from that. Really? Yeah, he was getting paid, man. Which, which you know, you can't blame nobody. Absolutely not for getting their money. Uh, but uh, yeah, he was he was getting some serious bread from the. Oh, from the from the cable show. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Got and a, we had to a, get a rapper that I, I can't oh, believe I forgot. I, ahead, I, I'm, I'm sorry. And then uh, too short, man. I don't think he get enough of, uh, at all, at all. Because <laughs> as I as as you you know what I'm saying, like I always look um, because I'm. And it's, it's probably just because of the artists that I listen to in terms of music on the East Coast. But I mean, like two of the top, you know what I mean, like five probably best rappers alive that will always be mentioned like he did music with them and they and, yep. he, and he didn't do a bad job like in terms of him being on their record like he held his own yeah um and jay-z and uh biggie you know what i'm saying they both got classic songs from him yes yeah yeah absolutely yeah yeah longevity man it's something to be said about his longevity him him and he 40 man like he 42 E forty two, but like he he is a true original. Man. True, he is a true original. True. <clears throat> like absolutely. All right, man. So we're not going to spend too much time on this. We'll just we'll just weigh in briefly. If y'all did the homework, uh, this week's album face off is actually a West Coast edition. Um, I we're, we were putting uh, Ice Cube's America's Most Wanted, his solo debut, uh, up against Dr. Dre's The Chronic, his solo debut. Uh, both of them came from the group NWA. Uh, both of them had stellar, if not classic, uh, debut albums. Uh, most people would say both these albums are classics, and I, I wouldn't argue with that. Mm-hmm. Um, between these two albums, which one do y'all feel was the better, more quality album? Well, I'm 
off off pure principle in terms of like uh, uh well I put like this uh, off pure like just having more staple I'm gonna say the chronic mm. just because I mean like it's it's the most memorable with me like I've heard Ice Cube um album most wanted but and I and I know it got bangers on there but it's it doesn't it's not as memorable to me than the chronic album. Okay. Very well. So for, for well. that, I chose the front. Okay. Good enough. Good enough. All right, Jamil. Who you got? This one was tough for me. Um, because what you have here is, you know, Ice Cube at his, you know, fresh fresh Jerry Curl cut and, and you know, Conscious Cube, <laughs> which is my favorite. So I really, I really, really, really struggle with this one. But I think I went with the chronic because ultimately one of these was a game changer and the other one was not. And as dope as, you know, America's most wanted was, and it was dope. Um it didn't have the same kind of cultural impact. Even though I appreciated the content, I appreciated the content of America's Most Wanted more than The Chronic. Um, the Chronic is just a monster, man. <laughs> it's just a monster it album. It would be tough to beat from from anything. So you're on with The Chronic? I'm, I'm going with Chronic. <laughs> all right. I thought I said that. My bad. All right. All right. All right. No, no. Very good. All right, man. When 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 I put these two albums together, man, against each other, I was a hundred percent sure that I was going to pick the Chronic. But then I went back and I listened to Ice Cube's album, and I'm gonna still go with the Chronic. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but it was kind of it was tougher than I thought it would be. I agree because there was a lot of songs on Ice Cube's album that I forgot were on there. Um. Man, the title track, uh, uh, Dope Man, um, Once Upon a Time in the Hood, like, and like, like socially, like, like, like content wise, Ice Cube was really like drawing a hard line in the sand as far as like where he stood with like mainstream America, and he was just so in your face with like, he, but his, for lack of a better word, his blackness. Right. And just being so unapologetic about it, and like it was just, it just felt like a very important album as you were listening to it, and it, Correct. it really captured the spirit of the age and the angst that was present in the early nineties with with the police brutality and you know Rodney King beatings and all of that, and it eventually culminated into the L.A. riots. It really captured the spirit of that angst, and um, but. It, it was it was a bit rough going down. It was a bit rough going down, and there was a lot of uh, there was a lot of rhymes on here that wouldn't wouldn't pass today. Right. You say that about the chronic as well, though. That's yeah, very true. But the chronic, the chronic ain't got no songs in there about kicking a pregnant lady in the stomach That's to abort real. the baby. That's real. <laughs> you, know? you know, it was some tracks on here. I was like, yeesh, it's kind of kind of rough. But uh, but yeah, I, I, the, the chronic wins kind of by a hair for me. But it it was a lot harder than I thought. All right, so 
Very well, man. So at this time, we're going to do what we always do. Uh, invite the uh, the guests on the show to share what they've been bumping for the week, whether it be something new, old, or just something the audience ain't heard before. So, let's start off with you, Reggie, man. This week, what you been bumping? Um, so, I've, I've been bumping uh, Rocky Fresh new album, Destination. I've been um, listening to a lot of Griselda. Very nice. Um, so, that's anything from Being the Butcher, West Side Gun, and Conway. Um, I also was listening to Dave East Survival. And that was pretty much it in terms of like um, on the rap side. Um, I revisited some old classics from Jeezy as well. And uh, I listened to the, but that's that's kind of R&B, the Chinks tape. But that's, that's more R&B than it is hip hop. So uh, I just give you my, my hip hop for this week. Hey man, we 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 ride with the R and B too, man. R and B, rock, jazz, whatever. Oh, okay. Um, well, okay. So, just a, a curveball. I, I downloaded uh, lately or uh, recently the Duke Ellington and John Coltrane. Um, oh album. wow! I downloaded that. Um, I was listening also to, uh, like I said, Chinks Tape, and then I was listening to uh, Carl Thomas, uh, his first album. I can't think of the name of it right now. I think it's called Emotional. Emotional. Yeah, he got more than one album. He does. He has. Uh, let's talk about it. Actually, I don't recall that. I do remember emotional though. That was dope. Oh, album. and I listened to the death of uh, Adam the other day too. Oh, good one. Oh, that eighty-eight keys. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And good one. Oh, go on back on the Duke Ellington tip, man. Check out this track he did called Arabesque Cookie. Like it's it's a dope, dope. Duke Ellington track, man. Okay. Like, it's, it's pretty dope. All right, Jamil, man, we just speak what you've been bumping. Um, so to, I was uh really going on some West Coast stuff this week, you know, in harmony with what we were uh we were doing on the show. Uh, so I was listening to um, Strong Arm Steady, Deep Hearted, um, The Licks, The XO Experience. Oh wow! Um, I had to go back. I always this is in a rotation anyway, but the unseen. Yes, sir. And then um, I was thinking about this dude uh, when I was thinking about potential underrated MCs, and I found out he had a new album out. Uh, Mike Shinoda of Lincoln hmm. Park. He got a, a solo album out, um, so I, I listened to that. I would not recommend that you do so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's it's a tough listen, guys. Oh man. <laughs> Um, and then all day today, <laughs> I've been bumping Snoop Dogg's version of, uh, you know, the Shirley Caesar, you name it, challenge or whatever. Oh, okay. yeah, yeah, I was bumping that all the way home this afternoon. <laughs> okay, gotcha. All right, very well, very well. All right, man, this week, man, I just been bumping, um, man, this old compilation back in the day, man. I don't know if you remember it, Jamil. It was called the uh, the Echo Unlimited uh, Underground Airplay Compilation. What was on it? Oh, uh, man. Um, Smokey by the Bad Seed. 
what else? Holiday by Tahir. Um, what else was on there? You know the I, name by the executioner. I think I do remember this. Um, what else? Uh, it was a bunch. Of, it was like thirty tracks on there. But yeah. dope, dope compilation. Echo Unlimited, Underground Airplay. Check it out. I've also also been bumping Quasimodo to Unseen, man. Like <laughs> just getting into that album for whatever reason. Uh, great, great album. From the moment it comes on, you know you in store for something different. Yes. Welcome um, to violence. <laughs> right I'm like alright I'm, I'm, I'm here for it I've also been bumping uh, a tribe called Quest uh, We got it from here Thank you for your service mm. um, I've really been getting into also um, Fre- uh, Freddie Gibbs and Malia Bandana uh, put, Putting together my year end list um, Seeing if that's still going to make it I believe it will And I've also been bumping uh, Mr. Lift And La Orange uh, The Life and Death of Scenery um, very dope album. Um, I don't know. You ever checked that out, Jamil? I didn't. Not yet. Okay, man. Check it out. Check it out. You might like it too, Reggie. Um, it's a, it's a concept album, but it's not a long listen. What is that? But, um, what? By who? Mister Mister Lift L I F and a producer named La Orange. It's called The Life and Death of Scenery. Okay. Um, it's like a, it's like a concept album about the future and. In a world where people try to do away with music and art, mm. and um, it's dope, man. It's dope. The production is bananas on that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's all I got for now. So um, we're actually going to take a couple of weeks off, man. I got some things bubbling in these streets. I got to tend to. Uh, y'all know how that goes. So I'm, I'm gonna do a couple, of, take a couple of weeks off within the next two weeks. But that doesn't mean we won't have new content. Keep your eyes out for another instrumental mix that I'm going to drop soon. It's going to be fire. It's going to be fire. So the instrumental mixes have been getting a lot of good feedback. So we, we definitely going to keep it going with that. And then when we come back in another two or three weeks, we're actually going to um, do our year-end award show uh, where we um, I'm, I'm going to send out some ballots to you guys soon. Um, where you all vote on the best album of the year, worst album of the year, best lyricist, best collaboration, best video, so on and so on. And um, I tally up the votes and, and we announce who the winners is. And we award the best and worst of uh, 2019 mm-hmm. um, as far as hip uh, hop. And, uh, and then before the end of the year, we're also going to do our, have everybody on to share their top 10 hip-hop albums from the year 2019 and talk about those albums uh at length so uh yeah yeah that's what we got man so i just want to say thank y'all for carving out the time away from the families um i know how that goes and uh tapping in on the show to share y'all's feedback and um once again man it makes the show what it is and uh we look forward to getting it in on the next one okay then my dudes all right, right Jamil, any last words? Uh, too short, 2020 for president. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> it can happen. Yeah. Anything's possible. You're going to have to beat Kanye first. Right. <laughs> All right, man. So with that, man, I bid y'all adieu. And uh, once again, thank y'all. And I'll uh, catch y'all on the next one. All right, peace. peace All right, peace, 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 peace.
Can we get a motherfucking moment of silence for this small chronic break? Break, 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 break,
California, 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 California. California, 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 California. Grab your guns, grab your guns, grab your guns. Grab your guns, grab your guns, grab your guns, grab your guns.